I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's Superhero Slate. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, get our first Guardians of the Galaxy impressions. That's right, that's right. Everything else gets a trailer this week, it looks like. (laughs) Surprisingly. Uh, Marvel's Defenders are coming to a hallway near you. I hope it's insured. Whatever hallway it is, I hope you got hallway insurance, which I'm sure is skyrocketing premiums over there in, in uh, Hell's Kitchen, Manhattan area. Yeah, New, in New York, New York, a new business. If you got a million dollar idea, open up a hallway insurance company. Uh, that's that's what that's what we're gonna talk about later. But first and foremost, we don't listen to the intro song when we record, but we have a new intro song this week. As you may have noticed, people. We yeah, are, we are we are coming at you hard with some new stuff this week. And I, I'm really excited. Um, set, set, same show. If no one, no one panic. Same show, same hosts. Okay, for those people who are depressed about that, we're sorry, but it's still us. <laughs> we're just a, we're just as beautiful. And if you uh, if you check us out on uh, maybe Facebook video or on our YouTube channel, uh, everything should look a little different too. Uh, we went ahead and we threw down some original artwork for our for our episode, and as you watch, you will see some things change. So you're not just looking at a static image anymore. So this is like the lightest version of animation you'll ever see going to a podcast. <laughs> there yeah. is a uh, one frame per per image, so it's a uh, it is a uh, very short. But uh, I hope everybody likes it. I well, spent a lot of time. <laughs> he, he he did, and I yeah, I think it's the little Easter eggs in this as well um, that that people could find and maybe maybe point like check out from all the stuff you did draw because it's, yes. it's a little details that matter yes but i i want to thank chris in advance who is going to be editing all of this stuff this is this is putting a little bit more on your plate but i appreciate all the hard work that you are also going to be putting into it but and i'm also going to say keep your eyes out into the future if you like to digest this podcast through video form because we're going to be iterating on this over time so our, our goal is really for every episode to look a little different. You know, I can always add drawings literally whenever I want, you know, pop in. I have plans for my own, my very own Stanley cameos because, you know, as we know, his his role in the Marvel Universe is uh, now expanding and getting slightly explained now. <laughs> so uh, I don't see why not he couldn't jump into our podcast, you know. Exactly. Exactly. We're gonna have our own Stanley cameos. We we we've already had after credit scenes. If people haven't listened all the way through, we've been throwing stingers <laughs> on all our episodes for for over a year now. So so we're moving up in the world. We're doing a little more. Uh, we'll have a new thumbnail icon as well. If you're listening to us on iTunes, do not panic. You don't have to change anything. All the work is coming from our side. So just uh, just bear with us. If you have any issues, let us know right away so we can fix it. Uh, that's, that's one of the hardest things about transferring all this stuff over is all the logistics. You might fudge a letter or fudge something and it it could break. So if you see something broken, let us know and we'll fix it right away. So, yeah, but, uh, but that's housekeeping. Uh, I guess real quick before we jump into, I would say a pretty robust news week with the kind of stuff that we got is, did you do anything exciting this week, this weekend? Uh, I know you are, you are close to a, to a, a Southern event, that you went to, and I'll I'll leave it at that, and I'll let you I'll let well, you tell us. Well, first and foremost, uh, I had to split my Sunday between free com- or Saturday between Free Comic Book Day 
and the Kentucky Derby. Ooh, uh, that is a very Southern problem, a Southern nerd problem. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we started Free Comic Book Day. I started at 7.30 in the morning uh, in the rain and cold here because the weather doesn't can't make up its mind. And by the afternoon, it was sunny and, and bright and blue skies, and the, the horses were racing uh, to, to beat the band. And I actually, uh, from the local pool in the house I was in, I had the highest ranked horse, so I won $6. So it's Nice. I, li- I like to hear that. Walking away with that, which also gave us one of our news topics this week, ironically. So <laughs> watching the Kentucky Derby gave us something good. And uh, big sh- I just want to give a shout to all the people I talked to at Free Comic Book Day. Uh, our listeners, our new super fans. Sorry, Jim, but we got Jason and John and, and other people in the store. I just I had a great time talking about comic books and movies and TV shows coming up, and it was a good time. So, oh man, I want to see our super fans fight it out. But uh, I, I think the only way you're going to get me to watch the Kentucky Derby is somehow we get a uh, Beta Ray Bill down there, <laughs> maybe running along the track with the horses. That'll get me involved. Oh, that's 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 wrong, Mike. He's not a horse. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is he is an entirely different species. He certainly looks like a horse, Chris. <laughs> However, I will get at C2E2, I didn't get to bring this up. The best looking cosplay was someone in a Thor costume with the horse head, so it looked like Big Ray Bill <laughs> running around. Close enough. Close enough for me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so did you do anything? I mean, you're asking me to set up this Kentucky Derby thing, but did did you man, do anything, Mike? Man, I was just busy uh, drawing my little heart out to make sure our, our lovelies out there can enjoy this podcast in the highest quality video form that we can offer. And, of course, also, I had a very busy Thursday night checking out Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, is that a segue? Did you segue oh. into Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. You know it, bro. Oh, man, that's awesome because I had a busy Thursday night checking out Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and we have not talked about this at all. (laughs) No, we haven't. We are typically on radio silence when we see things like this. Yeah, so Mike's been drawn. I've been watching horses run fast and turn left a little bit, but Guardians of the Galaxy has been in theaters. We've watched it. We hope you've watched it because... You can also tune in after this and listen to our spoiler cast, which we have not recorded yet. So Yeah, that's right. Make sure you're subscribed uh, to the podcast and you'll have that pop up in your feed. So don't worry. You never have to worry about spoilers uh, for anything new or relatively new when you're listening to the Superhero Slate podcast. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. So uh, I really want to know your initial impressions on this movie. You know, uh, don't spoil it out there. So, Chris, mm-hmm. I got to I gotta know. I got to know, man. How did, how did you like this movie? I... Love this movie, Mike. Ooh, okay. I I had a great time from start to finish. It didn't feel I couldn't feel the time passing. It it, it was I had a great time. I had to go to the bathroom really bad um, because uh-huh. um, I went before I went to the movie theater, but it was just a work day and I've been drinking a lot anyway. I'm like ah, and and I held it until like it, it hurt so bad I couldn't see straight because I couldn't <laughs> get up. There is no good time to get up and go to the bathroom during this movie, even if you had to. So I I just I love Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I think to me it's better than the first one, and uh, we'll talk about that on the spoiler cast. But I, I had a great time. I loved it, and I'm glad I went. I, I, I like it so much. I went Saturday at before noon. I watched oh, I it before the next I, day. I knew you would. I knew you would, man. I was going to ask you how many times you saw it this weekend. I was like, he's going to at least see it twice, even on an incredibly busy weekend. So I'm. I did. I'm Awesome. I did, and I have another showing scheduled this coming weekend with another listener, super fan Marshall, uh, nice. coming coming down to Louisville to watch it with me in IMAX because I think that's the best way to experience it. Mike, I'm almost scared to know what you think about this man. <laughs> I, you're, you're setting me up here. You left me. He left me lead it. So, so how did you feel about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? So this is 
I don't know how exactly I came up with this analogy. It just kind of popped into my head as I was walking out of the theater. The best way I can describe this movie is like this movie is like a combination of a Supreme pizza and a meat lover's pizza put on top of each other. It's just like it's just full of so much awesome stuff and it's just totally unhealthy for you, but you just love every bite and it's just it's just annihilating your senses why you why you love it and you're just like, oh, this is the best pizza ever. It, it's <laughs> it's just the best way I can describe it. It's not like some sort of like dainty slive handcrafted with like organic seasonal home range and in- ingredients. You know, it's just like uh just an awesome greasy pizza and I and I really had a good time watching it. Um, it was uh, it was so beautiful and vibrant. Uh, I mean, we talked about that just when the first trailer dropped. How much you know CG was going to be in this movie? But it's almost kind of like going full tilt into it. You know, sometimes you'll have like a maybe a gritty movie or a little bit more serious action movie, and you can always tell whenever they're trying to add too much CG to it because it's just like it doesn't feel real anymore, and you're trying to hit the serious tone. But when you have this movie that I, I would almost describe more as an action comedy more than like action sci-fi with a little bit of that Marvel comedy. I mean, this just leans into the humor way more than any other Marvel movie out there, Uh, way more than the first Guardians, way more than Ant-Man. And then when you put on all of this like CG layer on top of it, it's just like, it's just a a visual circus for your eyes. It's just really crazy. So uh, I'm still reeling, I feel like, from just my eyes being on the screen. You're totally right. Like, you just you can't get yourself out of the seat. I, I somehow found a break in the movie to run to the bathroom, and I literally ran uh, because I didn't want to miss anything. But, yeah, this movie is hilarious, uh, which is funny. I don't think that's usually, like, the top, like, adjective you use for a Marvel movie. But, yeah, this movie was, like, super fun. Uh, I, I think when we get into the spoiler cast, you know, there are a couple things here or there that I wish they could have done better, but I don't think this movie um, failed in any regard, really. Uh, I was a little worried what you were going to say, just because I had talked to some people out here in, uh, in our social group, and some people were a little, little mellow on the movie, and I was just like, I don't know how you can be mellow on this movie. It's just dialed to like 11 and 12 the whole time. Like, I agree. Like, I didn't really feel the length either. Uh, I just, like, nothing's, like, wasted. Like, I, I think I would I would be entertained by, like, a three-hour director's cut of this movie because it would just be crazy. But I think there's a whole lot we can talk about in this movie mm-hmm. concerning, like, the future of Guardians, the futures of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's, like, so many fun Easter eggs, just, like, hilarious moments. But, yeah, I want to talk about all of the ramifications of all this new stuff. Uh, in the spoiler cast because I'm worried that I'm I'm gonna slip out of spoiler so I'm just gonna stop myself now. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah, you're you're going on a little bit there. Um, to me, I, again, I think it's better than the first one. I don't know. Again, I I don't know how anyone could could. I can't find fault in this movie, Mike. Like no matter how hard <laughs> I sit here and think, like I have to really like get a magnifying glass to nitpick uh, this movie. And I w- I was really worried about what you'd say about the CG because I think it was. A perfect example of CG. I didn't have any bad spots. I noticed. Um, well, I think I think it just fits the tone when you when you set up kind of a more uh, lighthearted, kind of funny, just uh, adventure. You know, any anything that might have been unpassable, maybe in something like Doctor Strange that had a more serious tone. You know, it, it just flies a lot easier in this. But yeah, I never. Yeah, I didn't really necessarily see anything that took me out of the immersion. But yeah. Uh, I, I would definitely recommend this movie, you know. 
No, that, no problem doing that. Yeah, no, no, not all. I, you, you do yourself a disservice by waiting to watch this on a small screen uh, mm-hmm. at the end of it. And, you know, as much as, as you've said, you know, it's funny, it's funny, it's funny. This movie has so much heart in it as well, yeah. which was the surprising part. Um, if you're worried that it's going gonna to be all humor and no substance, the substance is there. The humor is just kind of that icing on the cake. You can have a great cake, right? Um, <laughs> but that icing is what really finishes it off. So... I, I think it, it's a perfect it's a perfect storm of all these different things happening together at the same time to give us this great movie. And um, I'm still going to sit on the fence here. We'll, we'll talk about this more in the spoiler cast. I'm going to get your, your thoughts on it. But I think if you've not seen it, listen to the soundtrack before you go in. I think listening oh, yeah. to it before you went in is better than listening to it after. But that that's mm-hmm. something we can discuss later of why that is. So Yeah, totally. Um, I, I, yeah, I, 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 it's hard to, it's hard to talk about this without gushing over this movie. So we're going to cut it, we're going to cut it off there. Be like, go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, tell us what you think and listen to our spoiler cast because we're going to, we're going to get into it. We're going to, we're going to have a good time with this next one. So that's for sure. Um, so, but now that that's over, we got to wait for the next movie, Mike. I'm sorry. We, we can't, we can't just... We can't just have it right now. We have to wait for the next one, which is a Spider-Man Homecoming, and we got some news on that one. So, um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Apparently, there's new footage going to debut tonight, Mike. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Is, is it what the MTV Music Awards or something going on today? Uh, or or Movie Awards. I'm not I'm not too sure, but it's one of the MTV Awards shows. I think it's maybe TV and movie. I think they've combined it now, and now they give out the awards together. But it makes sense. You know, yeah. MTV is always going for that younger audience. They're gonna they're gonna give you some new Spidey over there. Uh, mm-hmm. Who knows how much footage it's gonna be? I would imagine probably like a commercial spot or something like that, maybe like thirty seconds. Yeah, so they're definitely hyping that up. And there's another uh, topic later we'll t- discuss that's gonna be there tonight. Um, but I mean, it is the MTV Movie and TV Awards, and you know where we get the best kiss. Who's gonna get the best kiss award? Mike, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, best villains and stuff like that. So it, it, these aren't real, like, these are fun awards. They're 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 fun awards. So it's going to be interesting to see what they bring tonight. Because this is the second time, I think, um, the actor, the actress Zendaya and um, the guy who's playing Spider-Man. Uh, can't think of his name. Uh, Tom, Tom Holland, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They did a lip sync battle against each other uh, to help, like, to start the promotion of the movie last week or this week. Uh-huh. And now they're they're kicking off into this, and then so all the marketing for Spider Man is about to be shoved in our faces, and including is that is a yearly calendar. For, it looks like for next year, if you want a 2018 calendar, um, there's one coming up for Spider Man Homecoming that gives us some new images here. Nothing spoilery, but uh, just kind of some some fun stuff to look at here. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't think I need a cal- a calendar for next year with a year old movie on it. So, but all right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we're not the we're obviously not the audience for this, but you know, there might be some twelve year old kid who's like, I want to get my life on track early and, and figure out what's going on. And I really like <laughs> all those, Spider-Man. All those twelve year olds with uh, such uh, confusing lives. They got so much going on. Yeah, well, I mean, if they don't have a cell phone they're using on their calendar, I mean, <laughs> I haven't forbid. These are probably the ones you see in malls, those mall kiosks that have all the calendars that no one's buying. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there's some images there. I mean, nothing really a spoiler, but you see a lot of Spider-Man in the suits and Vulture. And uh, the homemade suit uh, is the one I really wanted to point out because the more I look at it, the, more, the closer we get here, the more it looks like that Scarlet Spider um, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Riley outfit with the cut-off uh, hoodie and the blue underneath so 
Yeah, uh, and that was uh, that was like a really big rumor, like early last year, when we were talking about this new Spider-Man outfit that may or may not be. And there was some rumor out there that said, "Oh, it's going to kind of look like you know this uh, kind of homemade outfit from this one artist." And obviously, it ended up being this version of it that we're talking about now. Yeah, uh, that's okay. I mean, I, I don't mind it. It's cool. It's different, and we'll see what it can do whenever the movie comes out later uh, this year. Uh-huh. But here's the big here's the big thing, Mike. Um, on a podcast earlier this week, um, actor Dave Bautista, who plays Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy movies, uh, uh-huh. said that Marvel is looking to reacquire the full rights to Spider-Man. Oh, so there's a whole. I think there's a whole lot you have to take away from that. Where first of all, you, you have it's Dave Bautista, mm-hmm. so he is just uh, one chain in the long link of Guardians of the Galaxy. But he is also just an actor too. So. It's hard for me to imagine he's privy to uh, well to again, too much information. <laughs> they are they are filming Infinity War, uh, so he's at least on set with Spider Man and those people. Uh-huh. And, and if he say and the way he said this, he's like, hey, it's, it, it's you know it's rumor and and stuff like that. He's at least heard it from someone uh, probably on set. Uh, so I mean, whether it comes down to truth or not, he's at least heard it on set is what what it co- yeah. boils down to, and is i mean the more we talk about how sony is banking all their money <laughs> on the emoji movie uh-huh. uh i mean i i don't see this i mean if they're like well if if the emoji movie fails we're giving up on movies for good <laughs> i don't see this being a, a far shot on that really to to do that so yeah and, and i would assume it's also fair that marvel studios is always trying to reacquire the rights of spider-man so i'm sure that that's part of it too but I hope I hope it's a true rumor. You know, maybe maybe when Sony announced all of these other Spider-Man movies like Venom and these uh this these uh Spider Lady movies, I don't exactly remember the female Spider-Man movies. The maybe Black when they Cat saw Silver Sable. Yeah, yeah. Maybe when they maybe when they saw the reaction out there on the internet, they're just like, "Oh man, we were kind of hoping for a little bit more excitement out in the world." So maybe they're just like, "Uh, eh, maybe we should cut our losses with superhero movies." you know, and maybe develop something else. So uh, obviously I'm crossing my fingers and hoping it's true. Yeah. And I think, you know, as, I mean, they, they Marvel, like Sony was going to have like an Aunt May movie and the Sinister Six movie. <laughs> and they always bank on all these Spider-Man movies that never come to fruition. They announce. So if they don't come to fruition, I'm not really going to um, cry myself to sleep. Uh, so to speak, um, except maybe if they cancel the animated Spider-Man movie, I'll cry myself to sleep with happiness. So, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm cool with that. That's that's a good rumor to, to you know start the weekend off with. So we'll go with that. And like I said, they're filming Avengers: Infinity War right now, Mike. Uh, here's a fun fact: uh, um, someone I know that I've worked with in the past uh, um, is actually now on set as a uh, a set worker for Infinity Ooh, War, and maybe so- giving us some information. Um, so I, I don't have anything offhand. And I'm going to keep it very vague so as they don't get in trouble, <laughs> as you may have noticed. Uh, but if it does come true and then that, that person you know does get those chances, we may have some exclusive scoops on our hand and over the coming year, Mike. Um, Ooh, that sounds like some unprecedented access to me. Yes, which also you can get uh, for Infinity War if you give money to, I forget the, the campaign here. But it's, Robert- uh, o- it's O-Maze. Oh, maze. So mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr., if you put in money, you're entered in for a chance to be like an on-set, un- 
unprecedented access to Infinity War with, it looks like, the cast and crew. And uh, there's this video here uh, from Robert Downey Jr. just being kind of silly, which it's uh-huh. good that he's being silly. I like I like that his ego is not above this, you know. And uh, that has Tom Holland. It has, looks like Chris Pratt's Star-Lord stand-in in one of the sets, one of the scenes. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What do, you, what do you make of this, Mike? I mean, to me, it wasn't too much kind of running the, gun, forget the, about it, but... Basically, the the thing I'm taking away from this is we have this big Avengers movie filming right now. Obviously, giant sets, tons of people, crazy schedules going all over the place. I believe this is all located down in probably some giant uh, airplane hangar in Georgia somewhere. Yeah, it's a uh, I think Pinewood, Atlanta is where they're filming. Yeah, so and I think that's like where all of that production is going on, and all the other Marvel movies as well. So I would just imagine they just have all of these like. The, the most super super famous superheroes that we would all want to see in person, just like walking down hallways, walking in the hangars, like, oh, I just finished up filming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I'm just going to go ahead and walk over to my next movie, which is Avengers. And they all have these different sets built. It just must be a crazy place to walk around. So it's just kind of cool to see some of the background of that happening and all of these actors just like floating around. It just looks really cool. I would love to win this contest myself. That would be amazing. But... Uh, I think it's just uh, setting in that Avengers is kind of the next big ensemble movie, and it's coming next year. And that that just seems like that just blows me away. It just it's coming on so quickly, and I think it's just because Civil War honestly felt like the last Avengers movie. So I feel like we're getting all these movies back to back. Not only that, we're getting three we're getting three Marvel movies just this year, baby. So it's just getting really crazy. It's getting really amped up. So I'm getting excited, man. Yeah, we are less than a year away from Infinity War, the next big Avengers movie, uh, the culmination, essentially, of the first Avengers movie, uh, coming up in Avengers uh, Infinity War and Avengers 4. It looks like the set they're on is the same set they, they showed in the original, like, we've just started production video, and Tom uh-huh. Holland's wearing the same clothes. They probably filmed all this back several months ago when they started, uh, and I assume they've got to be finishing Infinity War sooner than later, and then starting on... Part four, or I guess Avengers four. So, um, and my my guess is they'll keep all the sets the same. So, uh, <laughs> the, who knows about that? But I think it's uh, I think it's cool video and and uh, worth a watch. And if you want to donate for a good cause and get a chance in and and win, you know, uh, let us know what you see. Despite the the legal agreements, you will sign saying do not talk about <laughs> what you saw. Uh, we will we will keep you secret. But um, we're, we're going to talk about this next thing. My, I can't avoid this. I've tried to avoid this, and I don't want to. We got to talk about the Inhumans picture that came out this week, Mike. Um, yes, big I, reveal. I, we've had the first poster, and and what's really funny uh, about this poster is I I, I made a, a comment. I believe I shared it on our Facebook page, saying, uh, "Hey, this is." Uh, now my new phone screen uh, background, and yes, it is indeed my phone screen background. I did not wait <laughs> one minute to do that, and I think it's cool looking teaser poster. Mike, what do, you, what do you what do you think about this? Yeah, I mean they're basically leaning into, I guess the only real Inhumans branding that's out there for the royal family, which is kind of Black Bolt's uh, signature icon, I guess if you will. Um, I'm yeah, curious the, house, since, the House of Boltagon uh, yeah, tuning fork kind I'm, of thing. Yeah, I'm curious since they're kind of showing outer space here, if they're going to go to maybe other you know areas. Because like you've told me before, you're the one that always educates me about the royal family and the Inhumans because you're one of the few people out there that I think consider Inhumans like one of their favorite Marvel properties ever. You know, I think some people dabble in it, but you seem to know everything. 
So uh, something about the Inhumans, they're kind of out there cosmically a little bit. Don't yeah. they, like, live on a planet or something? Well, so originally uh, they were located on what was called the blue area of the moon, which was, like, uh-huh. a special bubble where, like, you know, the Inhumans and their society live, and Inhumans would never find them there uh, until the Fantastic Four came along. Um, so this kind of looks like it might be located, like, you know, maybe that's the moon area. Like, that could be a... Because it's, like, maybe a moon area. The It looks like it might be the... It's not just an image. It looks like it might be breaking into something. I don't know if it's other dimensions. I don't know. I really don't know why, but they've always lo- been located on the quote-unquote blue area of the moon until, like, the 90s. Mm-hmm. So uh, I-, I honestly can't glean too much more from that other than the fact it's blue and Terrigen and the crystals and uh, it, the original logo from their from their series in the 90s. So, um, well, 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 luckily, we don't just have the poster to go off this week. Yeah, yeah, luckily, uh, luckily. Um, we have our first look at the royal family in their costumes. And, Mike, go ahead and tell us what you think of it. <laughs> I, I feel like you're waiting for me to tear it apart or something. Well, uh, I, I think uh, out of these, what do we got here? We got six. I think five of them look pretty de- decent. I, I think the, the really odd standout here is uh, Medusa for sure. Uh, yes. The hair just looks very bizarre. It obviously looks like a wig, and I understand her powers deal with her hair, and we should mm. be seeing some shape-shifting hair that kind of moves on its own, but what I can go off in this picture is it just looks really weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like maybe the color should be toned down a little bit. It seems orange. Isn't it supposed to be red, it, I it believe? Depends. It's very, very vibrant red. Um, uh-huh. like. Uh, this is very good, very bright, like red orange, but it's more red red. Um, it, the set photos look much better than the coloration that we're seeing here. I, yeah, ironically, and I, and I really don't want to go into uh, like judging the the human and female anatomy, but the dress seems to uh, position some things very oddly on this person. So I don't know. If that's just the photo, it just seems it's just a bizarre look. Obviously, out of all these characters, she stands out the most. Mm-hmm. So I'm just hoping it looks different on screen. But everybody else looks pretty cool. I mean, I'm not too familiar with these casts. So we're going to get kind of two really opposite, I guess, points of view on the Inhumans, which is good. So you're going to be able to look at this from somebody who knows the Inhumans in and out. I'm just looking at them as almost like a, just a brand new thing showing up on my screen this fall. So uh, yeah. Black Bull, it'll be interesting to see if he gets maybe some sort of mask in the future. Um, but yeah, everybody else looks pretty cool. I'm kind of curious um, why our Game of Thrones actor, that I, uh, Ramsey Bolton, I don't remember his actual name, but he's back there in the corner. I'm just surprised that he's kind of all the way in the back. Usually sometimes when they organize these cast photos, they almost kind of try to shuffle them usually based on maybe their popularity or how mm. famous they are. And I was just expecting him coming from Game of Thrones, like literally like the biggest TV show ever. He might be more front and center, but maybe they're doing it more tactically based so, on the layout of the family. Well, so um, a couple of things here. I don't mind the costumes, and I, I totally get pictures suck when you mm-hmm. compared to live, like moving stuff. So I appreciate you taking that cautious approach on this one. <laughs> um, because again, if we look at the original Thor photos, his suit looks plasticky. Until you mm. see it in the movie, and then it looks like it's metal and stuff like that. Oh we, yeah, the, the the textiles here are fine. Like I don't think anything yeah. is wrong with the like the fabric, so that's good. And and def, well, and the thing is, her hair is ninety five plus percent CGI in the show uh, mm-hmm. because she controls it, uh, and they have to move it around. So why they decided to go with this photo and that coloration, 
mind-boggling to be honest. <laughs> um, however, from left to right, we have Gorgon, uh, Karnak, Black Bolt, uh, Medusa, Crystal, and um, his brother. I just spaced on it. Uh, Maximus. There we go. And there is a seventh character that they're not showing here because he is pure, he is pure CGI, and that's Triton, and he's an underwater fish man looking dude. Uh-huh. Um, but this is a throwback to the 1997 series uh, in Humans cover, where they had them all arranged like that black bolt in the front and the characters spanning off behind them. So that's uh-huh. why Maximus is off in the back a little bit. Gotcha. That explains the order. Okay. And he also has that look on his face. like, I'm about to, you know, sow some distrust and maybe cause a new thing here. <laughs> um, other than that, you know, the wall behind him matches that image we just looked at, and that's like the break in the wall, like the symbol mm-hmm. there. And um, to me, I just want to see it in action. Like I, I, can't, I can look at pictures all day, but that's not really what the TV show slash movies about. Um, so I want to see a little bit more. I want to see some finalized stuff. I know they're working hard on it, and uh, I, I want to see some more stuff. Did you see IMAX Guardians and IMAX or not, Mike? Uh, no, I, I, I saw a normal two D run of the mill movie. So there is a IMAX specific preview that runs with it for the inhumans and uh it's just dialogue over the logo but um mm-hmm. it, it's it's about it's it's from the character maximus here like kind of starting that seeds of distrust and like overthrow the monarchy kind of deal so um yeah i i'm 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 okay with it because i understand what what's going to have to go in to make this work if they want medusa to be really medusa they have to cgi her hair and they have to give us a picture right now so i whatever i i'm indifferent i've had to i've had to defend it all weekend so i'm just (laughs) we will we will wait and see yeah i I get it It, it's not a great picture Uh, so i totally agree it's not a good picture but i think the final product will blow us away so there we go with the inhumans and now we're gonna talk about probably the the thing that surprised us the most this week i i gotta say uh Uh is the defenders dropped their first trailer this week man like right in front of us and I didn't even know what was happening. Like that was yeah, no, no pop and circumstance. I was kind of expecting the the first Avengers style thing to hit Netflix to be a big deal, maybe get announced ahead of time. But yeah, this just dropped out of nowhere. But Netflix sometimes is pretty low key about that. You never really know when something's about to pop out. So yeah, we got the Defenders. Man, it was uh, it was a shock. Yeah, it was. Uh, so like Monday, they were doing like some sort of electro teaser, like. The Netflix shows do like daily like little clips from the old show and stuff like that, and they were showing off stuff. And then this trailer dropped the next day, and um, I gotta say they used the Nirvana song "Come As You Are" and it's pretty effective uh, throughout uh-huh. this trailer here. And we get to see the return of the characters: uh, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. We just got rid of Iron Fist, and he's already back. Uh, it looks like uh, Misty Knight is in it. Uh, Claire Temple, uh, Jess. Uh, I forget her, Colleen Wing. I was going to call her uh-huh. by an actress name. And then uh, it looks like, again, Electra returning there at the end. Uh, so I uh, I got to say, I'm, I'm really excited to see them all together. The dynamic looks like it's working better in this show than than the, the last show we just watched from Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it was really great to see them all together. Um, I still feel like I just need like the first episode to just kind of cure me of the uh, the, the seeds of discontent that Iron Fist had given me. So, uh, hopefully that'll just be over very quickly once I start streaming this, uh, this awesome show, which seems to look really awesome because there's a lot of awesome things in this trailer because I can't use that word enough. Um, watching Luke Cage punch Iron Fist and say, um, 
your what? Your Iron Fist? Like, I just really liked that because that's really what we needed in Iron Fist was just somebody called Dan Huron on all of his dumb behavior. So I'm hoping Luke Cage gets plenty of that going on in the in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of really fun, witty banter. Um, it looks like Stick is back to kind of maybe wrangle them all together, kind of Nick Fury style. So there's a lot of good going on here. A lot of people are kind of making fun of them kind of for using the hallway thing again. The hallway is almost a, a, a Netflix meme for these shows right now. So I don't know if maybe they're just going to crank it up and give us the best hallway scene ever and then maybe back off them for the future. But I guess there's only so many things you can do in New York City. You know, yeah. it's either you're fighting in a park on the street or in a hallway. You well, know, if you're fighting you got... outside, you're going to draw Avengers attention. So if you're fighting in a hallway, that's why the Avengers don't show up. Yeah, that's true. So I think that, that's not that so the best part of this hallway fight scene is they're all working together. It looks like mm-hmm. uh, Jessica Jones throws somebody, Luke Cage punches somebody, Iron Fist jumps off the wall and hits somebody. Like it looks like that's going to be a great scene because it, a lot of the footage is taken from that hallway. It looked like um, even uh, uh, Elektra and Daredevil uh, fighting there in the hallway, and who who is wearing um, um, the scarf of Jessica Jones as his mask. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was really great. Uh, I think they're gonna. It's gonna be an awesome team up. Uh, the trailer, I would guess, is slightly underwhelming. I just, I guess, just because you kind of compare it to maybe a bigger movie event, and you're just like, oh, well, you got to remember these are just kind of street level characters. It's almost just more about how they interact, not necessarily with all the craziness that's going on. But there's a really cool shot where it looks like they're all in a room or something. Maybe some sort of explosion or shockwave goes off, and you can see like kind of Luke Cage like flying back in slow motion. That was really cool. Um, it looks like the the hand is going to be the uh, the the bad guys in this. I don't know how Sigourney Weaver really goes into that, but uh, we got to see a shot of her in the trailer, so that looks really intense. Um, I'm excited. I think uh, I was more excited to see Stick come back than anything, just because I love his character so much, and he's just so n- no nonsense type of character, and I love that. So. This is cool, man. I'm excited. I mean, yeah, I was already excited. <laughs> it's, it's great. I like their. I think um, we've seen them all individually deal with their own things. They've they've all got their own personalities. Now we get to see them work together or against each other. Who knows um, how they're going to start off? But they do this 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 culmination after what five years of us being excited for this finally happening uh, this August, and it, it was really good to, good to see. And um, I, I'm I'm excited for the defenders. So uh, and and they gave us a new poster. Uh, but we unveiled the poster a couple of weeks ago. It was leaked with a cake somewhere. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's just the the characters in, in their respective colors highlighted. So, um, but uh, yeah, other than that, I really think I think it's a good song. I think it's a good first trailer for us. We have till August. We have a lot to get through before we even get think about August. So well, yeah, and also on top of that, I mean, you got the defenders. Uh, uh, a, a TV team up and also the Inhumans kind of like a, a TV team both hitting us in the fall at the same time mm-hmm. I think I think they're going to get compared no matter what just because you have a showrunner that went from a Netflix show is now going to Inhumans uh, you know they're both going to be on relatively at the same time I think they're going to get a lot of comparisons going which is going to be unfortunate for the Inhumans just because <laughs> they're it's the, the the budget just and the create the creativity are just not on the same level so if I had to pit the two against each other I think that the Defenders is hopefully going to be on top but crossing my fingers that the Inhumans somehow can just well, uh, bring some magic that I'm not expecting we'll just take we'll just take the joy in the fact they're both eight episodes we don't have to sit through 13 hours of either one of them. 
<laughs> just just eight hours. And um, I, I honestly, I think the Inhumans has a higher budget due to the IMAX branding uh, well, maybe. on the per episode. But again, we'll have to see. We don't know what we're well, we we get a lot after after the how Iron Fist was received and this Inhumans photos received. We have a lot that's up in the air on what's going to happen come this fall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it makes it a little uneasy, but we're we're hoping a little uneven. It, it's all better than Gotham, though, right? It's all better than Gotham. No. Uh, we'd uh, have to watch it to know. <laughs> yeah, well, I was talking to super fan Jason, who still watches it, and he's like, "This show's awful," but I just can't look away. So um, it's good to know. I was that was good to know for that. So so we'll go with that. But that's not the only superhero show we're getting this fall, Mike. We're getting tons of superhero shows this fall. Yes, like more than we can shake a stick at wink wink <laughs> uh but the next one up is runaways which kind of caught us off guard as well um it, it's ordered two series at hulu already there's no the pilot was done i guess and approved and we're gonna get runaways we can't avoid it now so it, it's definitely happening and with that we got our first leaked video of the series that was that looked like a hulu press conference uh, or something, and, and, and we watched it right before this. Mike, what did you think of it? What, what did you take away from it, knowing probably the least about the runaways between the two of us? Yeah, well, it, it looks pretty cool, actually. It's hard to tell because we're, we're kind of looking at a cam, cam footage here, so we're not really getting the full impact of the trailer. But I kind of like this mysterious vibe that they're putting on it. It seems like our heroes, which are going to be these kids... Are, are, are gonna end up like finding uh, unraveling a mystery which is kind of cool so adding a mystery element to uh, superheroes is I think gonna be fun I like the idea that you know their parents are the villains obviously this is all a concept that's been out there forever it's a, they're not like reinventing the runaways like from scratch but uh, it'll be interesting because this will, I think this will be the first time I dive into a Hulu original like I've had like the premium Hulu commercial free service like for months now Uh for a long time actually probably like close to a year maybe i've had it for a while and i haven't watched any hulu originals so i guess they're making making this for a reason to kind of get me into there so i'm, I'm hoping it's good i, I want to see what they can bring to the table uh the characters all have a very uh unique look uh they have like this uh coming soon photo that you can check out in our show notes and all the characters look very kind of almost quirky they almost look like they're maybe torn from a comic book page with their looks but this seems more lighthearted, and the trailer seems a lot darker so i don't i it's kind of hard to tell the vibe you know yeah so they show a lot of powers and they show the darkness and again um it, it's all about their parents are, are super villains and uh-huh. they are they're dealing with that fact um and what you it's funny you mentioned the image uh of that because uh, again, if you look at our show notes here, I'm, I'm I wish I'm adding uh, just for you, Mike. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you can take a look at um, the comic book cover that they're paying homage to. So if you click uh, into it, you can actually see they took the image of the characters from that yeah. uh, Runaways book and just kind of translated it to real life uh, with that. Uh, yeah, the uh, the character there on the left with the glasses and the purple hair looks uh surprisingly like my wife <laughs> yeah with the with the hair and the glasses so we're actually, yeah, the characters look like they're ripped off a comic book page yeah they they do they fit they fit it really well and, and they look they all look like they they have something different to bring to the table which i think is really cool uh when you have a, a team of, of super powered people uh but we're gonna go left to right mike and i'm gonna tell you who they are uh are you ready for this you ready bring to it work, on. break it down so left we have um act 
actress Rinzi Felix as Alex Wilder, who is a tactically minded geek. So she she's like the tactical person there with okay. the glasses. Uh, Lyrica Okano is Nico Minoru, a goth girl with arcane power. Now her mother actually appeared in Doctor Strange. Um, now well, as I think uh, I forget her her name something Minoru. She was uh, one of the disciples of. Uh, um, oh, gotcha. Caecilius. So hopefully they, they, I don't know if they have the same actress coming over from that, but if they that do. Would be, that would be really cool. That would be the best. So that's that's one thing going on there. Um, then we have uh, Virginia Gardner as Carolina Dean. Uh, well, maybe, maybe these aren't in order. I don't know. But th- there's an alien <laughs> whose parents masquerade as popular actors. I, I believe that's him. Yeah, so um, Ariella... Bearer as Gert Yorkies, an intelligent punk and a daughter of time travelers. Okay, all that right. actually may be the girl on the left. I don't know. I've, I've got them all out of <laughs> you order. Can t- you can tell we're not casting directors here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg Sulkin as Chase Stein, a high school jock who is the son of super scientist. He's the guy in the, the kind yeah, of right I, there. I, yeah, I think it's easy to point out the jock in this photo here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Allegra Acosta as Molly Hernandez. Uh, in the comic, she's Molly Hayes. The youngest member of the group who's endowed with super strength. She's on the far right. It is kind of cool to see um, this group of people uh, having the majority of them be women. That's pretty cool. I like that idea that uh, most of these kind of superhero kids are going to end up being chicks. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually apologize. Rinzi Felix is the guy in the middle. Uh, I, I got them all out of order when I was copying <laughs> Because uh, I just it's found right. his Twitter. So he's the guy in the middle. Uh, he's a tactical genius there. So um, I've not read the Runaways comic books. I've, I've read the synopsis, but I do have it downloaded. And um, the 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 Nico Minoru uh, girl there, the second one from the, the left, she uh, has a staff that I think her mother used that she steals it from when she runs away. And uh, it's interesting. So Well, uh, I do believe friend of the show, Quentin Parker, I believe he has read The Runaways. So maybe we can get him on the show uh, when the first couple episodes drop and we can kind of talk about it. Nah, nah, we don't need him. No, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's cool. Yeah, well, we'll, it will, I'll, I'll have read the series by the time the show hits this fall. And, and, and uh, we'll, we'll talk more about it there. So uh, really excited for the Runaways to get an order. That's a great new uh, idea that they're going with. So good for them. Uh, on the other side of the TV front, uh, have you been keeping up with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Mike? Uh, yeah, actually, I was. Uh, I had the opportunity to kind of binge watch a bunch of the episodes I was behind on. Now, I didn't see the most recent episode this week, but I am majority caught up. Okay. Uh, there's two left in the season. Uh, but the uh, one of the heads at ABC has pretty much said that the show will be renewed for season five, even oh, though they, wow. their, their ABC I think is a late renewal uh, uh-huh. uh, channel compared to like the CW, who's like, oh, we're going to renew all our shows in January before they're, they even know if their their shows are any good or not. So, yeah. well, I mean, that was a big question for us. We talked about this pretty extensively. Uh, last year when they said that they were moving to that 10 p.m. time slot because, you know, that's a really big question mark, you know, well, well, it gives them the opportunity to go darker, but at the same time, they're not in that primo time slot anymore. So, I, I yeah, I mean, I guess that's cool, but I also always said that they were going to keep that show alive, whether it was good or bad, just because they needed it. Uh, but the, the show is not arrow level bad. And it's not as bad as it used to be. I would say, if, to me, it's serviceable, but for other people out there, they really like it. So I think it kind of it fits if you need it to fit. I think I think this season has been, they've had a lot more fun with it in that 10 p.m. time slot. 
and that's kind of come through a little bit more. They're like, oh, we can do whatever we, we want to do, kind of uh, a little bit. And uh, this this last pod there's had that. We had Ghost Rider this year, uh, the Life Model Decoy season, and and more. And uh, I think they're they're really pulling some Marvel stuff that we'll never see in the movies and, and into the TV show. And I, I really hope they get a season five. If, if Arrow season four can get renewed, Shield season four can get renewed. It's much better <laughs> than that was. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I'm all on board. I want to. I want to see more Shield. My wife likes it. We. It's one of our. We we try to watch it on Tuesday, but ten o'clock is pretty late here for us, uh, and we watch it together. So we try to hit it Wednesday at the latest if we can. So, uh, knock on wood for more Shield for us there. Uh, the Dark Tower officially got its first trailer this week. Uh, we we had a leaked trailer several months ago, and this one's much different than that one was. And it's our my first experience into uh, the Dark Tower, Mike and and probably yours as well so lay it on me what do you think of this dark tower trailer what do you think yeah well we'll yeah over here at superhero slate we'll be the first to admit that we're not really invested in the dark tower we haven't really read the books i don't really know if there's any other adaptations of this out there but i don't think we're really big stephen king heads either but you know this seems like it's going to be a big sci-fi uh, summer blockbuster movie and we've talked about that there might be hbo tie-ins with tv shows but you know, we finally got this trailer and it, I mean, it's an all, it's an all right trailer. I mean, I think if if I didn't know it was based off a really popular book, I would just be like, this could this could be good. It didn't really blow me away. Uh, there was some kind of cool shots of him reloading his gun, and there was some cool shots of him reloading his gun in ways that were totally impossible, maybe over the top, and hard to believe. So it's kind of hard to judge it off that. Um, that that's hard but, to believe, but the magician. <laughs> or the, the black sorcerer stopping glass from falling totally by it, right? Yeah, I mean it's it, it, it's it's whatever is believable to you, man. Uh, but I mean, it looks like it might be fun. From most of the comments I saw out there on the internet, because I had to do some research since I don't know much about it, is I see a lot of uh, people saying "Don't suck, don't suck, don't suck, don't suck," which is something I saw a lot when uh, the um, uh, the Ender's Game movie came out a couple years ago. Everybody crossing their fingers it didn't suck. So I don't know. Luckily, I'm. Uh, it's nice not being too invested in in, the, in a franchise for a movie. So hoping I can just stroll into the movie and have a good time. I really like Matthew McConaughey. I love Idris Elba. I don't know who the little kid is, but I hope it all comes together. I mean, it, it seems like a cool idea. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm sold on this. I like Idris Elba. Matthew McConaughey is the villain. Uh, this kind of like Narnia. It reminds me of Narnia, like in a very generic way. Like you go from one world to the other through a portal kind of deal, and mm-hmm. that portal is, is whatever it has to be. Um, but Stephen King uh, novels, from adaptations, uh, books to movies, tend to be hit or miss. Uh, yeah, there are good they ones. Can, yeah, the- sometimes they can literally be one of the best movies ever made, or they can be one of the worst movies ever made. It's actually kind of fascinating how big that scale is for those adaptations. Yeah, and, and this year we, we have not one, not two, but I did some research and found three Stephen King movies um, <laughs> uh, being, being released this year. One was My Pretty Pony, which came out last month. It was an independent film. But we have The Dark Tower and It... Like uh-huh. the remake of it coming out later this year, which I found out was part one. I, I don't know if that has oh. anything to do with like what it is. I had no idea. But the Dark Tower supposedly ties all Stephen King novels together and shows how they're all tied in this multiverse. But uh, I'm I'm on board. I'm going to go watch this because I think uh, the actors and the quality and maybe the time they're putting into it deserves deserves my attention. And you know, going to watch something that we don't have anything invested in might be good for us, Mike. Uh, 
it might, <laughs> it might save us a little bit a little bit of heartache or, or something. Yeah, that, that might be a good idea, man. So I'm down for the Dark Tower. Check out the first official trailer. We know we got fans out there who like it. Write us, tell us what you think of it. Do you buy it? Do you not buy it? I don't know. Another movie we're going to be watching later this year is Kingsman, The Golden Circle, and we got a Kentucky Derby teaser because <laughs> apparently they are taking a trip to Louisville, Kentucky, where I yeah. work and make my money because they are also known for their whiskey here. Um, and it looks like the Kingsmen have to go to Louisville to find uh, some secrets in the whiskey. Yeah, this is one of the few times you're going to find blocks o- box office comic book synergy with the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> so I think that was kind of funny that they kind of took advantage of the opportunity and gave us kind of like a, a weird teaser. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if it. I'm not sure if it exists out there in full screen, but it looks like the version that we have linked in our show notes is probably from like an Instagram sponsored uh, banner or something like that. But yeah, I think the the most stuff I could see there that's new is I think there's a couple more shots of that um, bar fight scene with the lasso. There, there, it, there is crazy. going to be an American version of the bar fight scene from the first one. It looks like. Yeah, because and they drink, they're drinking some whiskey and they're like, oh, what's this? And they end up liking it. So. There's some there's some good Merca stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, and Jeff Bridges is a big Kentucky Derby fan. He was on the TV a lot yesterday, and they had him doing something. So he was there, and he was you know the movie. He's in the movie as well. So a lot of synergy right there, like you said, Mike. A lot of <laughs> lot going on for this show, this movie in Kentucky Derby. So um, a lot of Southern synergy. That's right, and uh, so it looks like they're gonna be doing that and having fun. So I'm, I'm excited for the Kingsman Golden Circle. I don't need to see any more trailers. I oh, might yeah. watch one more, but I'm already sold on this one. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you don't have to convince us. Chalk one up for the rumor mill, Mike. I know you're a big rumor guy. You love your rumors. Yeah, I love them. Uh, for the Batman, Josh Gad might be the Penguin in the new oh, DC Extended Universe. God, I oh my, I do not know how I'm supposed to feel <laughs> feel right now. The last time I saw Josh Gad was in that Beauty and the Beast movie, so I'm just trying to imagine that character as the Penguin, obviously not working in my head. Um, you know, I think the last time they did this was with, um, was with the Joker casting, and everyone was just like, hey, 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 be careful now. Everybody freaked out when they cast Jared Leto as a Joker. Just give him a shot. And it didn't didn't work out. So I don't know if this is going to work out. Basically, if Warner Brothers can just get, get their credibil- credibility back, maybe I can start trusting them. I mean, they did they did cast uh, Joe, was it Manganello Man- as a Destro as Deathstroke? Yeah. And and he was that was awesome casting. So I can applaud them there. Uh, but you know that's not too hard to cast. You just find some ripped dude, and that usually <laughs> that usually works. Uh, but Josh Gad is the Penguin. I mean, really. I mean, I guess uh, was it was it Danny DeVito who played the Penguin the last time we saw him on screen? Yeah, the last time we had a, a film version, it was Danny DeVito as the Penguin, and the Penguin was the main focus of uh-huh. kind of Batman Returns. Um, with this, uh, this one, I don't know how big. Uh, we don't know if the Penguin's going to be a big person or if it's going to be kind of like one of those like we can't really make the Penguin serious, so we're going to get a comedy actor to play him and and make him fun kind of deal but oh, gosh i don't know <laughs> josh gad has been stoking the fire and i i i'm totally on board with this actually i think i think wow that, <laughs> to me there's not the penguin is not going to be the vil, the main villain of any dc extended universe movie ever uh and and i've come to accept that but if he's like an ancillary character who's being kind of silly kind of like the scarecrow was in the the later two nolan batman films 
Like he showed up every once in a while and and was silly. Maybe, maybe. You can't take the penguin seriously. (laughs) Like a guy who looks and talks like a penguin and sends penguins out with missiles. uh, It's just it's over the top, and they're never gonna make it work. So they might as well just have a little fun with it. Yeah. So I think Josh Gad's the person for it. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have a problem with Josh Gad. I just. It's just it seems like mental gymnastics to make this seem right, but obviously it's a rumor. We'll just have to wait and see. I'd rather not how, have him in the how movie. How <laughs> precious are you on the penguin? Like, I mean, he's not going to be like he's going to be in a couple. Of, if not, they go to Arkham Asylum, he's going to be in there. I'm I'm not precious, but I mean, like, like if they're if they're making these like serious DC extended universe movies, like the penguin just doesn't belong in them. Just don't put him in the movie. I don't think they're going to go serious anymore. I think I think after all the hard lessons they had to learn with batman v superman uh, they're like you know we gotta we gotta take it a quote unquote marvel approach and inject some humor into our stuff so, we'll, we'll see man i i hope you're right I i'm, you're I'm right. on that i'm on that side of the fence uh aquaman started production uh finally uh, we can confirm that after like them like scouting for like a year trying to figure out where they're gonna film this like it's in the, it's underwater how hard can it be <laughs> uh, but um, they started that. They, they gave us a new logo that I don't have linked here because it looks like the same logo, and they'll probably change it 30 times before we get the movie. So uh, Aquaman's filming, Mike. We, we, we know it's coming, and it'll be here eventually. All right. Good but day. not before Wonder Woman gives us a final trailer. This will be trailer number five at the <laughs> MTV Movie Awards tonight. Yeah, uh, Warner Brothers has never been one to uh, to lack on the trailer count for sure. Uh, I'm really crossing my fingers with this movie. I don't need to watch the trailer. I just need to see the movie, and hopefully it is serviceable. Yes, I believe Wonder Woman is June 2nd, um, if I can double-check here. Uh, I'm going to pull up my site and double-check it. That looks like it is not telling me when it's coming out, so that's great. Uh, well, Chris, if you would just go to SuperheroSlate.com and go to our upcoming release pages, you would obviously see that June 2nd is the release date for Wonder Woman. Well, that's what I was going to, and I, I stumbled <laughs> too far past it. But, yes. Um, so it's June 2nd. That's what I thought. Um, less than a month away. Tickets are on sale. I don't feel an urgent desire to buy my tickets too far ahead of time on this one, Mike. Um, but I might just because who knows how popular this could be. Um, if we're going to see that that first weekend... We gotta, we gotta get in there. I don't want to be spoiled, even on my DC movies. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I well, I, we might talk the final trailer if it's good enough to blow our mind, my mind, <laughs> and convince you to watch it. But other than that, yeah, new trailer night. Woo, go team! <laughs> a movie that uh, kind of looks like it's gonna slip through the fingers of the most of the people. So I want to bring it up here is a movie called Kill Switch coming out, and um, we got our first trailer for the film, and it stars Dan Stevens who is in Beauty and the Beast and is a title character in Legion. Uh-huh. And um, this is going to video on demand first and then theaters. So if you don't want to watch it in theaters, you could probably find a method um, to download it and watch it um, <laughs> beforehand. But um, what do you think of this trailer, Mike? Yeah. I mean, VOD first seems about right, honestly. Uh, okay. Just with this trailer, the CG seems a little under-polished. I don't know if that's budget or time or what's doing, what's going on there. Maybe it's just when the trailer was edited. seems like the the idea looks kind of cryptic. There seems maybe to be some sort of reversal of time or slow-mo effects going on here. It's very mysterious, but I do like Dan Stevens. He's kind of hitting the scene really hard right now, and I'm kind of enjoying it. So, I mean, if this is a hit in VOD, I wonder if maybe we'll see it on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon pretty quickly. But, yeah, I mean, like, I'm always down for, like, an interesting sci-fi concept. 
Yeah, so what I noticed was uh, it there looks to be some first-person points of view. Uh, yeah. Kind of like that uh, Hardcore Henry movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the whole movie is like that or what, because they don't give you hardly anything. They, yeah. They're not very nice on this. So, I mean, I don't know what, what's going on there. Um, yeah, and it's it's coming out soon, too, and this is the kind of the first we saw of it. So, yeah, this is kind of very, uh, like, under the radar, like you said. Usually, if you're not getting a trailer, like, a year in advance, like a uh, lot of these other big movies, you know, the studio's just kind of testing it out. Hopefully, it goes off well. So, I don't know. Hopefully, there's some fun original concepts here. But uh, Dan Stevens, that's the only reason I'm interested. If it was just some other throwaway actor from just, like, a movie I didn't care about, you know, I would just be like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and who knows? They may have this movie years ago and be like you know what he's making a big name now we need to release it finally yeah mm-hmm. uh, so I, I don't know i'm not i'm not overly hopeful but i did want to say hey if you see kill switch and check it out let us know mm-hmm. uh and here's a, a little hype for for next week is that um blade runner 2049 has a trailer dropping on us tomorrow and, yeah and uh i'm i'm kind of excited to talk about that if anyone's a big blade runner fans out there uh let us know because that trailer the- this just reminds me, I believe, uh, you know, friend of the show, Brian, at some point in time did let me know which version of the original Blade Runner I should watch. I think it was, Pat- to- I think it was Patrick. Was it Patrick? Okay, well, I have I have forgotten, so I need to figure it out again, because obviously I need to actually watch Blade Runner for serious before I go see this uh, sequel, and I don't know which version to watch. I'm not watching it multiple times. I'm doing one watching, and that's all they're going to get out of me, so i got to figure out which one it is. I thought it was maybe like the director's final cut I was supposed to watch. I don't know. There's, Let there's, me know if anybody out there thinks I, they need to know what I need to watch. Yeah, I, I tell Mike what he needs to watch, and, and then you know, make sure you tell him multiple times so he remembers it. <laughs> I will forget. I will forget. <laughs> uh, I don't know when Blade Runner twenty forty nine comes off the top of my head. It's not on our our site uh, yet, but um, I, I I'm looking forward to Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Hopefully, it's not another movie where Harrison Ford gets himself killed before the end of it, just because that's what he <laughs> likes to do in his movies. So, uh, Blade Runner, there you go, Harrison Ford movie. Uh, Ryan Gosling as well. Looking forward to that. Lastly, the biggest, not the biggest, the latest news today is Edge of Tomorrow 2 is kind of confirmed. They gave us a a title, and I don't know how serious they are on this title because it sounds stupid. Uh, So Edge of Tomorrow was retitled later to Live, Die, Repeat. That's what Uh you'll see it on the store. And the sequel is called Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat. (laughs) All right. um, Well, first of all, I'm excited that this movie is getting made. I mean, this one uh, kind of... uh, was a sleeper, I don't know if you want to say hit, because I don't know if the box office was really indicative of how awesome the movie actually was. Um, uh, Tom Cruise, even though he's kind of crazy in real life, surprisingly makes good movies. I honestly am only interested in the in the in the mummy movie mainly because tom cruise is in it and he usually he usually puts on a good show Mm -hmm. so um i was excited i was excited when i saw edge of tomorrow and it was actually really good i'm curious how a sequel is going to work um but you know this kind of i kind of compare this to almost like pacific rim you know it was just like a fun sci-fi action time there's i guess a little bit more finesse in edge of tomorrow but it was just awesome I believe they came out maybe even in the same summer uh, or at least within a year of each other. So it's cool to see a sequel. It looks like Emily Blunt's returning. Uh, But yeah, weird title, man. Weird title. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, Hopefully, I mean, they just can't title this movie right, man. They got to get a good one to go (laughs) with it. So uh, I know it was based on a comic book. I don't know if the sequel will be, but um, if they go for it, sure. Why not? Tom Cruise has always has a good, fun summer movie for us. 
Mm-hmm. So there's that. So that's it for the show this week. We got to record our spoiler cast. We're going to bounce a little bit early and get out of here and, and do that. Mike, if people want to see, maybe you give them some sneak peeks of some drawings you're doing. Where can they find that out? Well, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, I believe you were in a, a super fancy Kentucky Derby photo shoot. If people want to catch maybe what that looked like, where can they follow you? Oh, well, then you can find me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, and uh, you can uh, check us out on Comic UI and listen to my other show, Filmside Chats, if you want to, and, and, and from there. So, yeah, I'll, I'll post some stuff up there. I was posting some some uh guardians 2 uh fun song stuff uh today so check that out as well uh in the meantime even though we've changed a bunch of stuff mike we're still the same show where can people find us at in case they're confused and lost and need to to feel safe (laughs) well as always please visit superheroslate.com that is the best place to find all the avenues we host a show and to get our show notes so you don't have to track down all these links to all these trailers you know you get it all in one place on our website so you can find us on itunes youtube google play music soundcloud stitcher tumblr you can subscribe and get us right in your email inbox you can like us on facebook follow us on twitter follow us on instagram and you can pick up some superhero slate merch at superheroslate.com slash a store we really love that if you're a fan of the show please consider leaving us a review wherever you listen to the show we really love that and we love the interaction if you want to drop us a comment leave us a like uh, we love all that and we read all the comments and we love the feedback and if you're a super fan of the show super simple all you got to do is share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy and we will be here every uh, week until we die <laughs> yeah until we can't really uh run out of there's always gonna be shows we're always have news uh, but mm. I guess the biggest thing for me is uh, take a little time, check out our YouTube stuff going forward uh, every once in a while, just to see what we're up to. I think I think Mike's artwork is enough to be admired, and uh, we're trying to make oh, it thanks, a little Chris. more spicier than just you know the stuff we were slapping so up there before. <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, we're out of here. We're gonna record the spoiler cast. We'll catch you guys next week. All right, bye, everybody. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Okay, luckily we have plenty of Guardians of the Galaxy one-liners that we could intro this episode and the spoiler cast with. So take your pick. <laughs>